Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Um, Forte Hack. So everybody, welcome to the United States Department of Nerds. Are you hearing me? I'm hearing you good. Okay. Where we are for the people, by the people, and of the people here at USDN. We strive to bring you the best content we can find, and where you know it, it will come with the USDN seal of approval. We will always strive to give you the factual data, and then if it is a rumor, we will address it as such. However, once that rumor is proven true, you best believe we'll stamp that seal of approval on it. Welcome back from the intro. So, as tradition here at DFPN and USDN, we do a shot before we get things underway. Rob, you drinking on anything or nah? You just got into the hotel. Ain't how time. I just got day. into the hotel, so I'm hey. drinking on smart water. Here's to it, man. Hey, in this one here, this this sip of water, I'm I we're gonna do it for Hayden Christensen tonight, in his redemption story that is coming full circle. <laughs> not just the man, it. not just the man, but also as Vader. Yes, and little Annie, as I'm gonna call him tonight. So a lot of the information. It happens, man. So a lot of the information we're going to give y'all tonight is our opinions, not necessarily that of Disney, Star Wars, or Mister Filoni. Uh, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to go down some more rabbit holes, there's a lot of information out there and what it means to different people on Episode Five because this episode was probably the biggest episodic. In the history of Star Wars, doing TV shows, my opinion, and like assholes, everybody has one. I'm saying, in my opinion, this is probably one of the biggest episodes in Star Wars history. I, I'm I'm not going to disagree with you right there. So, as always, let's jump into the cast of characters. We didn't get a whole lot, but what we did get was. Ariana Greenblatt absolutely slaying it as young Ahsoka. Yes. And if she did look familiar, she's normally, last time we've seen her, I think she was painted green. Yep. 
and uh, Avengers. Yes. She, did, she played the young uh, Gamora. Gamora, thank you. Because I was sure enough about the brain part <laughs> that. I got your back. Um, so as always, we like to not only give you our fresh takes on things, we also like to educate here at USDN. And today I'm bringing to the table for sensitive animals. Oh, I see that face, Rob. And you okay. got some damn good camera quality tonight to be on your cell phone. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so we're just going to di- dive right in. Our first one up is the Purgle Man. Okay. So let's let's get in here. So Purgles, they're semi-sentient species of massive whales. They live in deep space, and they have the ability to travel from star system to star system. They yeah. vary in sizes. They could be as small as a smaller starship, but then we get into like the big Purgle Ultras, who are literally the size, if not bigger than, Imperial class star destroyers. Yeah, um, I don't know what is up with my headset today, <laughs> but I am not like hearing myself, or I'm not. I'm not getting my normal. Anyway, I'm going to be redoing all this this weekend anyway. It doesn't matter. No worries. But, but Pergos have a streamlined, smooth-looking, bluish-purple skin. When they have fed and are fueled up with Glazon 36. If they haven't eaten or they're low on this gas that they feed on, they can be a gray or brownish color. So they have four large tentacles and multiple fins. They live in large pods. And they have the ability to fly through hyperspace by creating what are called Simu Tunnels. And so uh, you heard me mention, I think it's pronounced Glazon 36. I'm not really sure. Glazon 36. That is what Purgles metabolize and use as hyperspace fuel. And they are Mm -hmm. also said to be the inspiration to what gave sentient beings the ideas to research and develop the ability to use a hyperdrive and wayfinders to be able to travel into hyperspace which is yes. pretty cool yeah so purgles are also believed to be pests to the fly-in community in star wars because they have the tendency to approach fly-in lanes and to approach aircraft because like any other wells i guess they're they have a natural curiosity about them yeah and um it was a, an encounter like this in an episode of rebels that led to ezra bridger actually establishing a connection with the creatures and ultimately what brings us here to ahsoka if not for him establishing that connection and then using that connection to basically rid the world of Grand Admiral Thrawn, then we would not be here where we are right now in Ahsoka. Which is- if he had if he hadn't done what he did uh, with the Purgles and uh, 
zapping him and Thrawn way the fuck wherever they are, then uh, I think that the Rebel War would have went uh, a whole different way. Oh, absolutely. There would have never been a new Galactic Empire. Period. Because Grand Admiral Thrawn was well on his way to winning that war. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I would normally wait a little bit to give you all the second one, but we're going to just press through because I really want to talk about this next animal because it's probably one of my favorites right next to the Purgles. Which there's not a whole lot of Force-sensitive animals out there anyway. I mean, I, that's, literally, I can only think of two. We're about to talk about both of them. Okay, go ahead. So, number two, the Lethal Wolves. Now, this creature, to me, was... Dude, it, it, it's something special. It, it completely changed how I seen the Force and what the Force is capable of doing. Give me, dude, this is bothering the shit. Please excuse us while uh, my compatriot here, he fixes his sound, uh, his sound auditory system. Okay, I'm back. There we go. My mic was muted for some reason on mine. I don't know what I did or what I happened, but now I can actually, I'm getting the proper feedback that I would normally be getting, and I'm not getting a lot of static. So I think it was my right. microphone on my computer actually reading my voice versus my headset. <laughs> anyway, it yeah, whatever. The the life and times of a podcaster is figuring out what piece of our equipment is giving us the most trouble at that day. <laughs> Facts. So Facts. Lethal wolves are considered sentient canine predators native to the planet of Lothal which if you watched Rebels the whole the start the middle the end all basically revolve around this very integral planet of Lothal right so these wolves they have a very special connection to the force and not just to the force but to the planet Lothal where they act as the guardians of the light side of the world. Not the dark side, but specifically the light. So by the time of the Imperial area, these wolves were thought to be extinct. Yet in the year 1 BBY, the year that Rebels is taking place, members of the Spectres, i.e. Ezra, Janet... Uh, Arcanan, um, Hera, Sabine, that's the Spectres, that's what the, what they're called. Um, they encounter a group of, um, Loth Wolves while undertaking an undercover mission on the planet for the Rebel Alliance. At this point, they were Rebels, but they weren't, like, really a part of the Alliance quite yet, if I remember right. They, that that part was always like Hera. Hera was, was always yes. Hera was always a part of the the Rebel Alliance, 
and she kind of folded everyone else in because remember they would do some jobs that were mm -hmm. for the rebel alliance they were doing things to help out with the resistance as they yep. were and all that stuff so uh, I, I would go ahead and, and say that they were part of the rebel alliance okay it, it, it was those lines blurred from like oh yeah earlier in the later parts of the seasons yeah it, it was without question what they were but um so these wolves they come in varieties of colors mainly white black and silver they are like i said they are sentient creatures and they do speak galactic basic standard they speak fucking english <laughs> even yes. though they do not choose to speak often right they are connected to the force on Lothal and are very and they are capable of hyperspace tunneling and crossing between the world between worlds yes huge factor in the current episode that we are about to watch or we did watch and we're about to talk about uh, so they are also bigger than humans, but there was one named Dume who was very abnormally large compared to the rest of them. Yep. And this particular wolf took a very like a liking to uh, Kanan and really helped Kanan think, really kind of realize his his potential within that episode. You know what I'm saying? Right. Really made him broaden under... his horizons it did. with force knowledge. And I think I got an idea who we're going to, what we're going to present next week for our force sensitive beings. And I could tell by the smile on your face that you, you also know <laughs> what I'm talking about and who I'm talking about. I, I, I got an idea. <laughs> he he both enlightened Kanan and also Ezra. But we're gonna I think that's what we're gonna roll with next week. All right. I, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh let me bring up another force sensitive and I gotta do quotation here. Um creature, which actually plays into uh Grand Al uh, Thrawn, but uh, I I'm going to butcher the name, Ysalarmi. Uh, they're uh, and their thing with the Force is they nullify the Force. They can sense the Force, and they can nullify the Force. And it's um, in the books, in the old EU, Thrawn was always had two of them with him. I, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And that caused problems for Jedi and everyone, you know, Luke and them when they were trying to go up against him. And he kept them there. In Rebels, the only thing that you saw of them was he had like a statue or some kind of um, taxidermist thing yeah. in his office oh, of yep. one. Yep. Right. So it was, you know, that was their nod to that, but they didn't bring it into Rebels, which uh, that would have been kick-ass. It would. It would have. And who, who knows? Maybe if we get an Ahsoka Season 2. I don't know if we are yet. They haven't really said that we are. You're right. So we'll see. 
Um, I, I'm hoping with the success of season one, uh, and it it is a success. Um, yes. And with you know what? Success, that's, what's, that's what's been killing me. Like, there's so many, ne- so much negative out there, and people can't just look at this and go, "Dog, we're getting new Star Wars." How you gonna fucking be little bitches out there? Come on. I love I love new Star Wars. Uh, again, this is for me. This is just Gibbs. All right, this is Gibbs. Um, call it what you want. My hate of uh, my extreme dislike of felonious, but um, Ahsoka was a character I I, I never cared about. Um, Sabine didn't like her, uh, but this series is. It's prim, it's prime, it's premium. Star Wars, uh, just like Ander. I, I, I hate it. I wanted to hate that series so much. Dude, you could not hate it. Like that, that series was so freaking good. I wish we got series, more of it. This series, like I told, uh, I think it was in uh, one one other group on uh, <clears throat> Facebook. I, uh, I told them. I said uh, they were like, it's going to make you love Filoni, and I was like, no. No, I still hate him and all of his works. I don't care. He, he but, is self-correct in his actions. But I like how this has gone down. I so love Bateman's goal. I love Shin Haiti. Here's what we do know. We here's do know what we do know. Andor. We know Ahsoka now, and we know Mando are all gonna end with one spectacular movie. Yes. Whether we get a new season, I'm hoping we get at least another season. I think there's two more seasons planned of Mando, which gives them time to do at least one more season of Andor, which would be right up to the um, shit, the movie with um, where Andor gets basically blown up. Um, Rogue One. Rogue One. Thank you. That would lead up to Rogue One. So we, we're, or maybe it's even the continuation after Rogue One. Of Andor, I can see and, that Andor's uh, dead. Yes, well, but the whole planet's fucking missing out of the solar system. But <laughs> spoiler alert! But this is fucking Patreon, and I can do that, right? Um, and I we do caveat all these episodes. We said it from the beginning; there would be fucking spoilers. So, oh damn, ladies and gentlemen, for those who are going to be watching later. I'm going to give you something very fucking special right now. If he is not the best hill in the business, he's fucking in the top three. He's my personal number one. and He's going to give us his quick thoughts on Ahsoka. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Frankie D. Oh, what a freak! What's up, man? What's How's going on? For you, man? Uh, nothing much. Thank you very much uh, for that lovely introduction. Hey, wouldn't do it for nobody other than you and Gibbs, I'll tell you that. Right, right, Not right. just because y'all are with me right now, either. <laughs> Thank you, D. Dark Lord of the Sith. Oh, I already know where this is going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did say he was not the best hill in the business for a reason because he's the best hill go. in the business for a reason. <laughs> there we go. Well, I, I try. I try. So, 
Frankie, we, we quite haven't got into like the actual story yet. We're getting there. I know you right. have work. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and let you give your spiel before you have to run out on us to get ready to go to work. Because somebody's got to protect the good citizens of Texas. Right. So I'm wearing my uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi versus uh, Anakin Skywalker on Mustafar shirt tonight. Because this is a very special occasion. Because, it's a I mean, shirt, I might add. thank you very much. The wife got it for me. Um, She's a sweetheart so, and a keeper. Yeah, absolutely, she is. Uh, as long as she. Anything else you want me to say nice it. about her? Well, as long as she doesn't side with the Jedi. There, there. I mean, I'm going I'm to expect payment for saying nice things. <laughs> well, 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 we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Um, but uh, real quick, I, I actually thought uh, episode five of uh, Ahsoka was probably one of the greatest things I've seen in live action Star Wars in a very long time. It First of all... We don't agree on too much things, Frankie. We really yeah. don't, especially when it comes to wrestling. Right. But by damn, we agree with that. Like, we're on yeah. the same page. I mean, just to have Hayden Christensen come back as Anakin Skywalker... And twice now. Re, re, twice, exactly. And to redeem himself from... And let's get this straight. People basically ran this guy out of Hollywood. After yeah. the the prequel trilogy, because As a they said child, he was a exactly. teenager. Yeah, and they said, "Oh, he he his acting was terrible and all that." People didn't understand the psychology that went into the role and, and where he had to go in order to to get to that place. And let's just be honest about it: George Lucas it was never a director. So, but George Lucas created this entire universe that we're able to enjoy and talk about right now. So in saying that, I, I did see Obi-Wan Kenobi over the summer. Um, last I think it was last year, last summer, right? When Obi-Wan Kenobi came out? Yes. Yes. Yep. yep. So I, I it was great to see him back as that, uh, as, as Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker. I think that Dave Filoni, being a genius that he is, he just, he, he took Hayden Christensen and put him in a spot here where I, when he, I marked out. I, Gibbs I literally is the, a had a big Filoni hater. What's that? Gibbs is a Filoni hater. Listen, he puts the onius and Filonius. I'll put it. i put it like this: Dave Filoni might not be everybody's cup of tea, but you got to remember something. Dave Filoni pretty much was the apprentice of George Lucas, if you want to put it like that. Oh, so I got you. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think that Dave Filoni is trying to do his own thing, but also trying to preserve George's legacy. With Star Wars, because let's be honest, Disney has come along and and kind of tried to tarnish his legacy. I think Kathleen Kennedy has, has pretty much done that. And when I saw the episode the other day with Ahsoka, it was like a, a breath of fresh air, man. It was like, wow, you know what I mean? Like this, this right here is Star Wars. This is what it's all about, brother. I got so much stuff. I, I, I can't bring it out right now, but I, I, I'm, I'm on par with you. Trust me. Star got, Wars I, at its heart has always been a redemption story. Right. And that's what people don't get understand about Darth Vader. Darth, the whole story about Darth Vader was uh, the, the tragedy of Darth Vader is what George Lucas called it. And to have it redeemed. And then to have them in the uh, world between worlds and, and just going through the different you know eras of the Clone Wars in real time. 
Yeah. And then yes. fi- finally having Ahsoka kind of confront Anakin about going to the dark side of him saying, you know, is that the, is that what this is about? You know, that- <laughs> yeah. Dude, that, that's probably... That was probably like... And the way he said it and the look he gave her when he said it was like pre-Darth Vader, Anakin, just now getting this apprentice, you know, that look. Yeah. Like when he was teaching her, you know, yeah. it, like as soon as he said it that way, I immediately went back to the animated series and it was yeah. like, fuck it. It was so nostalgic. It was, it was beautiful. No, it was, it was so cool. It, it reminded me of the, um, the, <laughs> it, it reminded me on, on when Anakin was on Mustafar, he was talking to Padme and he says, she's, you know, he says, because of Obi-Wan that it was kind of like that. You know, kind of, kind of reaction, yeah. like, you know, what I mean, so, so it was great. I mean, and just the chemistry between Rosario Dawson, Hayden Christian, in that scene, and, and the fact that they used to go to acting school together back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's another actually, thing they don't yeah. realize that Hayden Christian, and he's in his thirties. He's no, in he's actually, he's not. I think oh, he's just early forties. No, yeah, he's 40, the same age as me. He's the same age yeah, as me. He's in his early forties. Yeah. yeah, he just turned forty-two, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, and, and to watching... be able to pull that off, dude, with with the, the lightsaber after all these years, and he did the twirl and all that. I'm like, yes, dude. Yeah, he still it, has it. He still has it. And watching him and Obi Wan in Obi Wan throw yeah. down as well in that scene yeah. when Obi Wan, you know, he, I mean, they're going hard at each other, and he splits his mask, mm. dude. Like and, the way, just and they choreographed everything themselves. At least I know uh, Ewan McGregor and Hayden yeah. Christian did. Like you, you can go and watch the behind the scenes of those two guys. No kidding. Like, hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do this. Hey, Anakin, you have to do the fucking little twirl. You know? And I just yeah. posted some behind the scenes too. I know you posted one earlier, mm-hmm. Frankie D, but I found a whole yeah. like little, like, it was more of them. And I was like, there's no way I can't. You know, I gotta share that. Yeah, but just it, that that scene that scene you're referring to when she split his mat when Obi Wan split his mask and then he says Anakin and Anakin you know, he, you know Vader says Anakin is gone I am what remains that yeah. that was deep there too dude that got me the only thing I didn't like about that show real quick I didn't really care for the the Rita fifth character sister. being at the forefront I, yeah, I didn't the I didn't fifth like sister that. yeah I didn't I nobody didn't like did that. it was bad writing on her. And yeah. she and she was very stiff. The only scene where I really got any kind of like feel and passion from her, I felt, was when she's battling Vader, and mm. Vader's just toying with her. It was like a <laughs> fucking cat toying with a mouse, man. Like yeah. I'm like, why'd you even pull out your freaking saber for? You didn't need to. Like you could have just killed her at that. That point was the because... point. That was his point. Vader's point was he always knew. What she was and who she, and who was, she was and how she, well he knew how she felt. He mm-hmm. was just waiting, and then to show her how small oh, he's a, she a, was. He's a melodramatic little bitch, man, and it's he, great how how small <laughs> she was, and that that showed her, and you could feel all the. And I put it on one page. It was just futile rage that she was pouring out. 
I like the Riva character. A lot of people were like, she over overreacted, and I'm like, no, she was a angry person. Yeah, she, uh, she never they, got there over were times any that, of it. There were there were times when Sidious, when he would let it out, and you could see how barely controlled and contained it was. Mm-hmm. When he fought and Yoda, then, you you seen that oh, a yeah. lot. Like he, he was you know, he, like full ham when he fought Yoda. He would he would do that ah! and all that stuff, and you're like, oh, what the hell? That's yep. her without control. She had no, she had very little control. You know, you know something. Okay, because I, I have Reva's uh, Reva's um, figure right here behind me, behind this sold out banner. I got a whole <laughs> star. I got I, I got a whole Star Wars Star Wars thing going on. So I got nice. Vader, Palpatine, all of them in the back. And I got over here on the wall over here that we can't see. It's just Ahsoka and Anakin Skywalker over. But anyway, same. So when it comes to the the Reva character, real quick. Um, I'm not gonna say it was all bad. I just didn't like the 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 story. I mean, it, people tuned into the show because it was these two actors, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, coming back since the prequel trilogy. That's what the show was sold on. But then you have this side story going on with this character, and I had no problem. I I love the characters that survived Order sixty six. And that we're able to to come back and either fell to the dark side because we saw this in the in the video games, um, yeah, with the uh, Jedi survivor yep. and Fallen Order. We we see we see these uh, these things happen. So I like going into that story. I just didn't like the fact that she knew who Vader was, and Vader would never let anybody know that he was Anakin Skywalker. You would have been killed. So for her to have known that, not have that knowledge that it was Anakin Skywalker, that kind of took me out of it. Then we didn't really see a lot of the Grand Inquisitor during the show either, until the end. Well, she killed just a him. lot of miss. She killed she the killed original. What well, she yeah. she stabbed him and he came back. Yeah, yeah. And that's why that, that's another thing I have a problem with too. Real quick, so the lightsabers don't kill anybody anymore, huh? Hey, look. hey, back, back to tanks are a thing now, okay? <laughs> oh, is that like, this? Qui-Gon Jinn would have survived, but it was 30 seconds later that back the taints were invented. Oh, is that right? Is Whatever. That right? Supposedly. Whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Hey, we got yeah. Boba Fett out here living day to day out of a, a back to tank, so Oh, don't even get me started on that show. Dude. Don't, no, you get, don't you uh, bring up that hey. show? Episode yeah. five, focus, fellas. Focus. There we go. There we go. I'm, okay, I'm already front, front and center, brother. So, so hey, where were you guys at in the? Where, where before I got on? Where were you guys at in the? In the so we we were just getting there. We were about to. Okay. I was no kidding about to pop down on the screen. Like, all right, hey, yeah. we're going to talk about the Shadow Warrior now. What that was, um, because so, there were other things in it besides the battle between. Ahsoka and Anakin. So I'll stay on as as long as I can. And, okay, no. Uh, so okay. I'll, I'll just pick up where I was almost to. Copy that. And uh, so we have part five is what we're going to be talking about. It was called Shadow Warrior. Right. And Ahsoka confronts her past while Hera and her allies undertake a rescue mission, which is for Ahsoka after she fell off the cliff. Or Balin basically force pushed her off the cliff. Uh, so we get we see, and basically here's what we're at. We got Senator Organa, who is name dropped by uh, Captain Tiba. 
Right. And uh, and I even put it on here as delay of variety because there was two Senator Organas. I didn't want people to because Senator Organa, her her adopted father, is dead at this point. Hmm. Um, she does make an appearance as the new Repu- new Republic Senate. Reflecting her role as a Senate tour between the fall of the Galactic Empire and the rise of the First Order. And then we get Ariana Greenblatt delivering her standout performance as a young Jedi, Ahsoka, a.k.a. Snips, showcasing her talent alongside one by Hayden Christensen. And I also put in here she was also in Avengers Infinity War as young Gamora. That's why you may recognize her. Although she's a little bit grown up now. She's actually a teenager. And I love the fact that we got Sky Guy and Snips <laughs> at the beginning of the Clone Wars. And we're talking, at this point, Anakin's 19 years old. And yeah. that makes Ahsoka, I think, 13 or 14. So they're, they're both basically child warriors. Because at this point, they've already been in the Clone Wars now for a while. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and I, I seen a, a, another guy. He he posts. A, normally, he does some pretty good podcasts and diff, like cool shows. But today, he was like, "Well, these are." Ch-. I'm like, "Dude, it's a galaxy fucking far, far away. You're fucking putting too much fucking thought into this shit. It's a goddamn <laughs> TV show for entertainment. Let it entertain you instead of over." I think I, I I think I know who you're talking about. Yes, yeah, the guy that you told me about. I actually like a lot of his I stuff. I just a lot of his, saw the video you're referring to. I just a lot it. of his stuff is really good. I don't want to take nothing <laughs> from him, and I'm not going to say him by name. But yeah. t- I thought today's episode that he did was so over-fucking-thought about that. I mean, it's okay for us to send 18, 19-year-old guys over to Iraq and Afghanistan to f- slay fucking people. But yet, Eesh. here we are talking about a 14-year-old <laughs> and 19-year-old fighting in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, but a fucking TV on. show. But hold on. But, but hold on. I, I have to say this. So, and I, I, and listen, I know who you're talking about. We ain't going to drop him, but I know who you're talking about. He's, he's pretty like, big out there. I like, I like the his stuff. Yeah, I, I like too. his stuff. Yeah. So, in saying that, the Jedi do kidnap kids. That was going to be my next point. They, they do. They, 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 whether you want to say, we want this child because it's, this child has special whatever, it's t- basically, you're coming with us because you got force abilities and you better not have any attachments. That's it. Well, for um, smoking like a true Sith. Thank you, for, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm, for I'm not even going to get into the to the to, to the whole uh, politics of that conversation because so that goes down a, Soka, a very though, nasty way. She established okay. a force connection with one of the beasts on her home planet. And then she but started look, doing. But look what happened with Count Dooku, man. Look at why he look look at where, why he joined, why he turned to the dark side. Because they, he I was... mean, because it, because look, Mace Windu, because he was a millionaire before he became a Jedi, and he wanted his family fortune back. Well, the I only way he could that. do that was to tell the Jedi to fuck off. Well, I understand that. Oh, I, I know we get colorful. I, okay, fine. I'll I'll go there. Here's the deal, you know. I I, I got I got the red light the and this red light in here, dude. 
this is another thing my wife got me. This is actually Darth Vader's uh, saber, his, his lightsaber. That's what this red light is over here. Oh, nice. I'm about to order yeah. Doku's and uh, a I, I was going to ask you about what's casting that sinister red light over that's, you. That's what it is, and by the way, By the way, yeah. I'm yeah. not a Jedi. Obi -Wan. I'm, I'm Mando ID. I, I copy that. This is my well, Mando. That's 3D printed and half the price. That is nice, dude. <laughs> I'm also that's got awesome. a Doku on order that's also 3D printed, but I'm also getting ready to order the, like the no shit real deals of uh, Doku because I like his style of lightsaber and I like yeah. the story of his lightsaber as well and how he got that Jedi crystal to bleed and eh, his is fantastic. I love that story of his his lightsaber. But going, but, but going back real quick. So yes, I mean, look at it, look at how from the moment Anakin entered the Jedi Council, look at how Mace Windu was always at, at, at your mean Anakin and treating him like shit. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And, and that's exactly what they did to Ahsoka. When yeah. Ahsoka was accused of doing the bombings, and they just said, "Oh, listen, it, 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 listen, you didn't do it. You know, come back and join us and be one with the Force." That's why she said, "Fuck you! I'm not doing anything," and went on went on her way, yeah. because they were a bunch of they were useless. Pretty much, they were tyrants. Yeah, by that time of the Clone Wars, yeah, that's where they the Jedi were, and it, it's like anytime you give somebody an absurd amount of power, they're gonna fucking pick it up and run with it. Right. So that's so so in 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 saying that, yeah, we we. It was a little far-fetched, but I get the point he was making if it relates to this. Now, the girl's performance when they went to the Clone Wars, excellent. When she yes. says, this is a this is a Clone Wars, and he says, no kidding. Like, no shit. Mm -hmm. sure, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Let, let's jump in, actually, while you're yeah. here, Frankie. Yeah. So, I, I mainly put down, like, Easter eggs, and then uh -huh. we just talk about the Easter eggs and the stories in between. Okay. So the first Easter egg we got, like I mentioned, was Leia running interference yep. for Hera, which right. I thought was pretty freaking cool. Absolutely. And the fact that, yes, she has passed on. God rest her soul. Right. But the, she's still getting these, these cool little by name cameo drops within the series, which to me is just outstanding. Yes, sir. And I'm, I'm going to say something about the uh, the whole Hera Leia connection. They suck at communication. One's brother words. is a goddamn Jedi, and the other one has another Force Jedi person that they hang out with, and they never told the two about each other. Mm -hmm. Garbage. Thank yeah. you, Felonius. Well, the thing about it is, is Leia is Force sensitive too, and nobody ever really talks about that. No, they no. don't. No, they, they, they do they, not. They don't. They and do they, not. She was always in the freaked back. Out. She and was then they fucking the freaked out when she pulled out some Jedi mind tricks in that one episode where her fucking destroyer got exploded. And she Jedi mind fucked everybody. And they were like, what? Leia can't do that shit. She's not. Dude, she's a motherfucking. She was in Jedi training with her brother. She's force sensitive, you idiot. Uh, dumbasses. She is the offspring of Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> Thank so, you. So, 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 so it all went to Luke and not Leia. In, like, in the EU, Leia is powerful fucking Jedi or Sith that 
ever walked. You know what I'd like Star to see Wars though? Galaxy. Well, you, you know, honestly, while we're while we're talking while we're talking about the offspring here, I would love to see. It, and I, I don't know if it's possible to do it or not, but I would love to see uh, a scene with Hayden Christensen and Mark Hamill on the same screen at Yo, the same time. I would love what? to see that. You know I'd what? love to see that. If Polonius made that happen, a- I would I would stop talking shit about him for at least a <laughs> month. I'm not gonna lie. When you said that, I got a little excited in more ways than one. Anakin comes <laughs> back, and Anakin comes back as a Force Ghost, and you know helps Luke with his training. And it can happen, or maybe shows world, him back. It, it, it can happen. Worlds. It can the happen between roles. Absolutely, that's and it shows that's his why way I, back. Exactly. You, there's no way that Luke doesn't know about the world between worlds. I'd love uh, to he may not. There's he, no way yeah. because he was literally fighting a war from an island. So you're going to tell so, me that there's no way Luke knows doesn't know about so, the world between worlds? So remember, there are still things that Luke doesn't know and doesn't understand. There's not a whole lot of Jedi who actually know about the world between worlds. True. There's the only not. reason the rebels do know about it, uh, and the Soka it's because they it. fell into it, right? Basically, yeah. yeah. So there, there are things that they, you know, that they do know and they don't know. So I, it can be pretty simple that he doesn't know. That's true. That's that's true. I mean, that force projection he did is that's by like himself other, was other level is, Jedi shit, man. It it, it is. And it shows the strength of, and of Luke. the fact that he was able to not only force project himself, but also fight a whole fucking battle while doing it. <laughs> that that was, was probably fun. the only highlight of the whole fucking trilogy. No, it was. It was the only highlight worth noting. Uh, hold on. They, flag on the play. There was a couple different ones. Uh, I will always say um, The Force Awakens was... Not a horrible movie, but it wasn't the greatest of the Star Wars movie. But that scene where uh, Poe shoots at Kylo Ren and he fucking stops the blaster okay. bolt in midair. Yeah. Okay, yeah. When when I tell people that right there should have let you know to, as to the uh, absolute power that he has, yeah. no one has done that. And then he walks by it like it's nothing. Yeah, that's holding true. that blaster bolt in air, bonkers. You and of that's course, true. and of course, uh, Luke doing the uh, force projection. <laughs> that that was that was amazing. Kylo but, Kylo Ren is probably the only character that I like from the, the so he the went. Kylo was the youngest son yeah. of Han and Leia, right? No, or he was the middle child. So in the yeah, EU, I know they have an older son. In the EU, Ben is not uh, Han and Leia's son. Ben is Luke's son, and with Mara Jade in the EU. Gotcha. Jason, Jason, and He's Jaina been. were the okay. twins. The twins, okay. And they were the oldest, and the youngest is probably one of my favorite. Uh, in in my top three, um, Anakin Solo. Yep, Anakin Solo. Mm. Yep, named after his grandpa. That dude was bad, like bad Michael Jackson. Bad. <laughs> hey, 
but, I've, heard, I've seen some of the stories around him. But speaking of Jason, yeah. Jason Sindula, that brings right. me Jason to my Sindula. next point, is that who mm-hmm. Yang drops Kanan Jarrus, the one of the few Order 66 survivors, mm-hmm. to Captain Tiva when he says, oh, Jason's father was a Jedi, Kanan Jarrus. And I still got to, I don't know what the fuck's up with my headset. I'm not getting the proper feedback that I'm used to getting. But now, as long as y'all that, can hear me, and oh, I can hear you, going to be able yeah, to hear me. We later, can hear you good. That's, that's fine. I can I and, can deal with it, and I'm going to do my whole new setup this weekend anyway. So, well, Hu Yang dropped that as explaining to uh, Captain Tiva why they should pay, you know, listen pay to attention, Jason. The 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 techniques and the things that J- uh, that Jason was doing. Showed that he had a, a skill, and and I'm saying this for a reason too, because I've seen so many people that are like, he's going to be so powerful. No, not it means that he, it means that he has a a rare Jedi skill. It doesn't speak to his power level. It speaks to his aptitude for different skills yeah. within the Force. And- but actually, hearing that and being able to perceive into the world between uh between the worlds that was ridiculous i love that no that and was a mark that, he was able to share it with his mother and a lot of people so and that's that was a controversial thing too with a lot of people after the episode that the fact that that hera could hear it and but remember george says the force is in all of us is what he said lucas said that so, oh, he, you just touched on a sensitive point for Gibbs. Well, we, we're all sensitive, so we're all <laughs> um, but no, but but Luke, but George Lucas did say that we all had the forces, but you know, just taking away from that, what I would have loved to have saw in that scene because you, you already could tell that Jason was feeling something when he was staring at the water, that was cool. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. I would have loved to have seen, and, and since we're doing flashbacks to people, right. I would have loved to have seen if, and maybe they'll do it if, if there's a season two of Ahsoka, right? I would love for them to bring in the guy who voiced Kanan Jarrus on on Rebels, bring in Freddie Prince Jr. to play Kanan Jarrus as a flashback, or, or you know, as a, as a Force Ghost. Yeah, to, I love in front that of, would be good. To, no more. To, I, would, I would love to that. His, to his, to his, you know, to his son. Reach out to his son. You know That's what? I love that. What's fucked up is like I'm watching the Rebels, and the whole time I'm sitting here with like Kanan Jarrus, I'm listening to him. I'm like, why do I know this guy? Like, I feel like I know this guy. <laughs> Ready for the show, your brother? And then one day I was just like, because you know when you watch it on Disney Plus, you can just skip the the end credits, and I'm like, I want to know who this is. So I watched the end credits, and that's when I was like, fucking hell, it's Freddie Prince Jr. Yep, he took oh, down the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> former WWE writer, former WWE writer, yes, WWE writer, and now yes. he's, he's trying to get his own promotion off the ground. That's more of a um, like he he's trying to make it more Hollywood than sports entertainment, which is well, that's cool. I like I like where he's like where his mind is at. Yeah, I'd much rather see him come over to AEW and be a writer over there because he does well, listen, have the background and experience. Well, well, listen, I don't even fuck about the wrestling right now, so. <laughs> what, what we're getting at, what 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 we're what we're here to talk about is we're here to talk about actual shit that matters. Okay, and, and, let's and get Ahsoka. Ahsoka, so, you know what I'm saying? Let's get to it, man. So Ahsoka yeah. confronts Anakin 
in the yep. world between worlds. Right. And he told her it's a chance to live and finish her training. Right. Mark out moment, dude. Like complete, complete this whole, moment. like I've watched the episode twice, actually back to back to be fair. Yes, just sir. because it was one of those where I was like, I know I missed a lot of shit. I know right. I'm going to be doing a lot of reading and I'm going to start catching shit. So I watched it again after I did some more reading and I'm just like, fuck. I'm like, this is beautiful. Yeah. And so also we have, so Anakin references Darth Vader versus Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, when Ahsoka says, I won't fight you. And yeah. Anakin says, yeah, I've heard that before. You can yeah. either live <laughs> or you can fucking you die, die here. Yes. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. The de-aging that they did for Hayden was It excellent. was good. I know a lot it of people. It was good. Way, it was really way, good. Way, yeah. I'm like, the dude is fucking 19 in the Clone Wars. Actually, when the Clone Wars started, I think he was more like 17. Yes. And, I think and, the battle of Ryloth was like a couple of years into the battle. And, and they completely captured... Um, when when they went to the Clone Wars um, segment, they can completely captured just that animated version came to real life with Hayden Christensen. I mean, he had the hair, the armor, the, the, the armor, every everything. Just yes, like, whether people like Filoni or, or whatever, the dude is a sickler for detail with shit. He he, it it looked like you were watching the, the you were watching that shit. Mm-hmm. I, mean? I now want a live action Clone Wars. It's a demand. I do. Thank because, you. Because of that right there, I do want a live action. It doesn't action even have to be a live action like TV series. Give us a fucking like good like go back and do battles that from the books no, that we I didn't want, see in the animated series. I want a TV series live action Clone Wars. I, I will and take if, it how if I Felonius, if Felonius can give us what he gave us in those those um like 10 minutes those, of flashbacks yes i would again the dude the dude does great work for keeping star wars alive there yep. i don't hate him because of you know what he's done with star wars or any of this stuff I, there's a reason why i call him felonious because he steals a lot of shit um and tries to pass it off as his and i and i can't stand it um i, I got personal stuff with him but the that going back, and then we see Captain Rex. I was, I yes. was working to it. Yes. Ah, sorry, I jumped the gun. That um, was that was one of the things. Could you imagine if if Filoni had been involved in the Obi Wan Kenobi show? How much better it probably would have been. Just being honest. Oh, dude, it would have been, yeah. Absolutely. Give me matter of fact, when you talk about live action, right? Give me that live action battle between Ahsoka and Darth Vader. I'm like, not what we saw in the world between worlds, but like if they do further flashbacks between these two, give me that fucking battle. When she first discovered that it was truly Anakin Skywalker under the mask. That you kind of always knew because she always felt something different when she got when he was around. She felt something familiar. Yeah, she could never really put her finger on it. Right. Well, you know, he Did gave you? it away though. 
He gave, he he gave it away in that episode when she was talking about, I, my master would never be so cruel. And Vader says, Anakin Skywalker was weak. I destroyed him. <laughs> I destroyed like, him. She didn't, she didn't say, <laughs> she didn't say, how do you know who her master was? See, he gave it away. Like, you know what I'm saying? But didn't but he, but say he, she picked it up, though. When she, cause her, well, her, he picked it up. They both picked it up because she says, this one is strong with the Force. And let's see who he is. And he felt her, and that's when he says, the apprentice lives. And then, you know. Yes. Yep. So. so the next bullet I have on here is Ahsoka relives the siege of Mandalore from Star Wars: The Clone Wars, season seven. Yeah. Yep. Three thirty second company, a division within the five hundred first, aka Ahsoka's division, who get, showed her the, the unity that, like, you are our commander, which is really freaking cool that we got that live action. And oh, by the way, for those of you who are, who are like me and were cheap, Amazon now has Captain Rhett's and a bunch of the different 501st Clone Trooper Lego sets on sale. Go pick them up. There's your so plug, I'm, Amazon and Lego Disney. I, I want to take a moment right here and highlight something uh, that you just said. You said that it was the 332nd division of the 501st. That is two homages that George Lucas, when he when he did those things, that he gave to real. First, the 501st, which started off as a fandom. Mm -hmm. He didn't create the 501st. No, it's the it fandom. It was a fandom yep. that, that was created. And he when he brought that into episode three, I mm -hmm. fucking died. I we was just like, had oh my God. And also, what, the 332nd yeah. is a, he did to pay homage to the Tuskegee Airmen. Awesome. So we that were, was I was just telling Frankie about the 501st and how you got to, like, he was pick, like talking about a Darth Vader Halloween costume. Oh, brother, I'm let like, me tell you about that right quick. Real did fast. you find one? Oh, let me, let me tell you. My, look. <laughs> Being Darth Vader ain't fucking cheap. Um, no, it's, I, no, it's not. I, I I put all this shit together, right? I was on uh, Etsy, and I was going through different makers. I when I got done, I had the helmet, the 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 a good good Darth Vader helmet from like one of the studios. I had the shin guards. I had everything, brother. It was damn near two thousand dollars worth mm -hmm. of shit. And I say, whoa, wait a fucking minute here. Mm -hmm. What I part might, of Texas are you in, Frankie? I'm in the uh, the Sith world of San Antonio. Okay, good. I love San Antonio. I'm gonna find some um, some information for you, and I'm gonna send it to you. And reach out to these guys. Um, each state, Every each state. region in the state has their own five um, first. Okay. Uh, division yep. and those guys will help you be authentic. God, I appreciate that because I, yeah, I really want to pull you. that off. Like, yeah, whenever yeah. you're shopping, you got to find somewhere that someplace that has that 501st, like, I found stamp a, yes. Yeah, I, I, one of them said, um, one of the costumes that I, I, I saw was like the suit, um, it was just a jumpsuit. It mm -hmm. said it's 501st approvable. So, yep. they if, you can hook me up, if you can hook me up with, with that, I'll hook I, you up I'd with that. It. Yeah, I appreciate right. that. I hope you'll make things happen. Look at us making yeah. things happen. Also, 
back to the Ahsoka, when you just said they they came upon the siege of uh, Mandalore, one of the things that Anakin says is, this is not from my memories. This must be one of yours. So he she's pulling command. she's pulling him into a memory that he's following, and he's actually walking through these things that she's fearing. Mm-hmm. These things that she's having to deal with, and is always in the back of her mind as okay, to she, what's going on. So and this she, is and, and she blames man. herself for yep. a lot of these All like, losses. When he when he when 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 there when the siege of Mandalore happens and Anakin walks up, I don't know this battle. And he said, "This yes. looks pretty intense." She says, "We had already parted ways by then." Yeah, yeah, because he while this was going on, he was they were fighting Dooku, him and Obi Wan, and then yep. this is this is when he was, you know, Bushi got when they got Maul and and all that, yep. and this is around the time when Anakin she could feel his go, she could feel him going to the to the dark side, yep, and that's when everything happened. So she this scene to me, and I'll let you finish, Jeff. This scene to me was basically her confronting him about turning to the dark side. And I think a lot of it too was she didn't want to go to the dark side. She doesn't want to fall to the to the dark and, side like him. Mm-hmm. And he he actually says that yeah well not point blank, but go I, I know Jeff is gonna bring it well, up. Yeah. But it, it's it's the whole round thing of when um he says back to the beginning. And because he's like, you ain't listening to me. You ain't learning. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to tell her, I trained you to be a battle Jedi. I mm-hmm. trained you for combat because that was what is needed. Yep. He was, what he was your... training her for what was happening at the present. Yes. And, and how he's saying, survive. what does your apprentice need from you? Be that. Don't be me. You yep. know? And all that stuff because he did. It, she um, she never forgot what he said. You know what was in me is also in you. Yep. And she, she's she always that, lived like, with that. She took that yes. to heart and she kept she, it there. So and another, she's always wondered whether or not she would fall. Yep. Mm-hmm. Another Easter egg that we got in the Battle of Mandalore was Maul's super commandos. Yes. Yes, that was awesome, dude. And then as soon as like you see the one super commando land and it was like foom, foom. <laughs> Ahsoka merch the dude. I was like, because this is oh, just sh- before she encountered Maul yep. in the Mandalorian throne throne room that Maul had painted all Sith black and red. Yeah. And probably would have awesome. to me, this is the battle that really put Ahsoka on the dueling map, in my opinion, her battle with Maul. Yeah. Yeah. Gibbs, you that, got that, that look in your so, eye. Th- that would have been so... There, there's that, that there's so cool. much for me to unpack there. So Well, let's let's hear it. We, we go okay. through this battle, and it ends with Ahsoka face-to-face with Maul. This is the reinvigorated Maul with the robot leads from the, the Witches of Dathomir. Yes. Hands in the ass on fucking Jedi Fallen Order, dude. <laughs> yes. I hated them. I hated them. <laughs> yes. Which I'll be back to streaming hopefully this weekend. And that might be... Actually, I'm going to be streaming Mortal Kombat 1 
this weekend. I just picked up that deluxe have edition. You, Jeff, you just told me though that you haven't even played. Um, have you played? Um, what is it? Um, Jedi Survivor yet? It's it's over here too. Okay. <laughs> He's it, got it, a lot of homework. <laughs> I got I got a lot of stuff to catch up on because I've been I'm, I literally moved everything from one side of the house to yeah. a bigger room on the other side of the house, and I'm still unpacking and moving stuff and. I had to order new furniture. The man I, cave is going to be finished this weekend. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I kind was of I, real quick when I was playing that game, uh, I was so pissed because you know it's a lot of shit you have to do there. Like you got to yes. listen. You're gonna you're gonna be frustrated like I was. You're gonna want to throw the fucking controller, and she's like, "I'm not playing this shit anymore." And then pick the controller back up and try to do it again. That's what yep. I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I did a hundred times because I'm like, dude, like this this shit is this is whack. And then I, I then I would get off of here, and then I go play WWE, and then come back to it because I'm like, I gotta finish this. Then I finish the story. But you know, and 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 I'd love to see Cameron Monahan come in as a live action Kyle Kessis too. That would be fucking awesome. I just that had this be... conversation. Not that, was Rob? Did I have this conversation? That, uh, yes, yes, you did. Yes, that would be awesome for him to show up. And, and that's and actually like in. what I'm putting together for Halloween and for my next few cons is a Cal Kestis uniform. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking once to I lose, about that Once last I lose week. weight, I, I'm putting together my uh, my Mandalorian armor. We're, we're getting way off topic, but I'm all about I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm there with you, bro. Trust me. That's what this show's all about. It's just hey. three grown men talking about motherfucking Star Wars, like well, it's, it's like supposed to on, be. Exactly, you know. And it's like when we're when we're on no gimmicks, and then we're talking about fucking wrestling, and then I'm like, oh, let's talk about Star Wars a little bit. You know, and, and originally, <laughs> yeah, no. I have to originally because you're like, hey, dude, I'm going to do this. I'm like. Dude, you're gonna steal my thunder like that, man. And, I, and you know, and that's that's and why you I told off. Him, I was and like, I, I was like, hey, yeah, I love exactly. you, Frankie. Appreciate that. Yeah. Let me have my thunder. Yeah. So Frank asked me, uh, let's let's unpack some of that. First, the yeah. the whole Darth Maul Super Commando. Uh, one thing, uh, the Super Commando Codex was originally uh created by uh Jaster Muriel, who was the guy who taught Boba's Fett's father, Django Fett. Uh, who took him in when his parents died? Mm-hmm. They he knew Jangle's parents. Jangle's dad wasn't a Mandalorian, but he was a uh, protector. He was a journeyman protector, and so they were all together. And Jasta Muriel wrote for his Mandalorians because there was two sects. Then there was the Death Watch, and there was his uh, Mandalorians. And he said he wrote something called the Super Commando Codex, which is just a way of how they all were supposed to act and portray and going on and a lot of mercenary type stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a little bit of umbrage with uh, Felonius. Again, he's stealing shit, uh, using it for uh, Darth Maul. Five Super Commando. had a lot of stolen stuff from the EU. This whole series was stolen from the EU. Maybe. Isn't it great? Isn't it it's great? It's fucking awesome. I love it. I don't even care. It's good shit, man. And okay, that's you, you know, know and that's what you do. If you if you have to if you if, here's the deal. If people create stuff and it's stolen and it's shown on a bigger platform, I understand you ain't gonna get paid. Listen, you know how many times that we come out here and say shit 
on no gimmicks, and then that shit ends up on television and, and wrestling. And I, I like, do, yeah. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, and I and I get that, and I'm just like, if it can be seen on the bigger, if somebody can, if somebody thinks that much of an idea that they're going to take that idea and try to manipulate it into their own, and they put it on a streaming service where the world can see it, I'm like, well, that's that's cool because we still everything. You know, I mean, I can tomorrow. I can say, "Hey, I, I want to bring the. I, I got a new idea. I, I want to have a stable called the NWO." Well, they already have the NWO. Yeah, but you didn't have yellow and black. There you go. There yeah. you go. <laughs> so shit that, like that. You know what I mean? Some Felonia still stole some of my favorite shit from the EU and made it his uh, and, and perverted it, as I will say, and I will never uh. forget because he caused the demise of one of the greatest. Uh, book series about Mandos. It goes back to Mandalorians um, right. that was out there uh, written by Karen Travis and uh, because he didn't want it counteracting what he was doing with the Clone Wars. And um, uh, and that that was probably the first time that I said uh, fuck Dave Felonius. Hey, I, and, I will uh, say this. Felonius is doing a lot of self-correction he he is series again. I the reason why I don't like him is it boils down to that one point right there. Yeah. Um. And some it, I hate some of the things that he does. Uh. And Kathleen Kennedy gets a lot of hate for it, but he she was there with it. it too. Um. She deserves. It I I hate anybody that feels like they have to shit on what came from before or make it less than in order to make theirs look better. Yeah, you no. see what I'm saying. Speaking of making so, Danes look better, yes. Let's get back on track. I'm sorry. God damn. Tamira Got me monologuing. Tamira Morrison. <laughs> it. I don't know if he's in the Captain Rhett suit because we were talking about so. Mandos, but it, it's and his we were voice. Talking about Boba and Django. Yeah. Which all leads back to the clones, which leads yep. to Captain Rhett's. And a yep. motherfucking cameo from the man himself, motherfucking Captain Rex, in live action on our fucking TVs. Yep. And if that wasn't fucking beautiful, y'all can all go fuck yourselves. With well, the J I, guys. I with the J with guys. The, exactly. No well, damn I, I owls. Right. No owls. The moment that popped on my screen, I was I standing up. A, a single tear fell from my my beautiful green eyes. <laughs> And I will talk myself up like that all day. It, it got stuck <laughs> in my beard and it turned a little grayer. And it was just fucking beautiful. That's all there we go. You're marked <laughs> out. Congratulations. <laughs> that whole how many times have it, you seen me fucking mark out? <laughs> uh, a bunch I got of them. Meg Johnson just a yeah, few weeks ago. Yeah, I got to tell you about something about that, but. Um, oh, we get some I, more news. We'll we'll, yeah, we'll save that I, one for later. Yeah, I got I had goosebumps the entire time I was watching the episode, bro. And then let, let's and let's it get just into it. Better. And let's get to it because win. basically so, he says let's go back to the beginning. And yep, this yes. time he showed the other side. Now, bitch, yes. you're about to meet yeah. Vader. It's Vader time, pretty much. Yes, because she wasn't getting what he was saying. She was. Vader focused time? and holding on to that one thing and not that it, ah. then that scene showing him when he was walking towards her and changing yeah dude, from Anakin to Vader and then to dark side Anakin and it was like I, I said 
Okay, and that's where I go again, Gibbs. This is where I'm talking about when I say we can love him or hate him. Look at the way Filoni handled Anakin Skywalker. He handled it perfectly. He ha- look at the way he because that's he's obviously a big fan of that character because he's done oh, that. He's huge. That that's that's yeah. that's his that's his shit, man. That's that's his that's his stuff. So he's a huge big fan of, of this because you, because listen, during the original trilogy, we didn't really know too much about Anakin Skywalker. We knew no. That. No, we didn't know too much. No, and and it died. was it was it was expanded upon during the, the prequel trilogy, and then really given more character development during the Clone Wars. So he does a good job of that. And just like you said, the visual here of Anakin and and the the Sith eyes and, and all of this that that's just that that was a great sequence. That the was so that the, was the, the breathing, net, all of it. That was that's exactly what I was about to come up is that you can hear like. If you pay really close attention, not just yeah. like in certain scenes, but during that whole time they're in the world, the world between worlds. Yeah, you can every now and then just faintly hear the Darth Vader breathing. Right, and it was, oh, dude, it. <laughs> and it was, it was him. It was, it was. She was fighting Vader because I think Vader was trying to show her. Listen. I've been trying to be nice to you this whole mm-hmm. this yes. whole time. I'm you're, not to you. it. you're not getting it. So now I'm going to show you the other side uh, of me. But yep. he wasn't trying to kill her. No. He, if he wanted no. to, he would have. He could have smoked. He, he would have her like that. He yeah. would have smoked. It would have been done. It, it wasn't yeah. like when he was fighting Obi Wan. You know what I'm saying? This right. here was. I'm trying to teach you unless I'm trying to show you basically. And he and, and let's be honest about it. If he wanted to go full on to, he could have came out with the fucking suit on. That manifestation yep. of Darth Vader, he could have done that, but no, he's showing her exactly how he was when he turned, you know, after he chopped off Mace mm-hmm. Windu's uh, chase, his hand, yep. and joined with Palpatine. It was Don, you know, coined, you know, Darth Vader. He showed her basically, bitch, you want to live or die? Because yep. I'm, I'm getting tired of playing with you. And he was like, you, you die. That's what he said. Then you will die. Yeah, time was, to die. You know, time to die. You know, and that was that whole fight scene and arc, even up until the moment where she disarms him and he's standing there. He does not flinch. He does not move. And he's staring her in her eyes like, oh. what do you really want to do? What do you want? Yeah. Yep. And then so, he turned it. Uh, he turned it off just as quick. He see was turned. He turned it off. Like once he, he seen it. it. Yeah. Once he's seen it in her eyes, because you think about it, at one point we have what looks like Ahsoka about to take the dark side. You get that yep. momentary, yeah. see, her eyes You see the reflection red. of the blade. You see the reflection yes. of the blade in her eyes and what yep. she would look like, and then it's there. And when she says, I want to live... And then her eyes are magically blue again. And that was the answer that he had been trying to get her to fucking realize this entire time. Like, bitch, you are dead. I'm offering you the chance to live and to fix your fuck-ups. And and to to live as you. To live as you. He said, said, live as, you know, the whole thing was to get her to be her, not think about I may become Anakin or this and yeah. this. There was a reason why it all happened. 
be you. Teach and her what to and, be. And he's accepted that. That that's yes. what happened. He yes. he's accepted. He's he yes. lost. He's he both, lost everything. He's both he lost Anakin everything. And, and Vader. Darth Vader. When he needs they to be. They are in the same. Exactly. So let me ask y'all both this. And this is a question I've been seeing a lot go around the intro webs. So is this Anakin? Or is this Vader? Is this Force Ghost Anakin? What do we have actually here within the world between worlds? What is y'all's opinion? I think Anakin's the keeper. Of, of the world whoa the world. whoa so i don't necessarily th- so if we go back to the Clone wars we have uh obi-wan we have anakin and we have ahsoka mm. stuck in it's basically a floating planet within a planet oh no. oh my god y'all don't no. think he's the father in this no 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 you don't think no. that okay not no, at all. Because there was because ru- there was rumors there was rumors going around that My he might have been the son. As the host and proprietor, <laughs> is the is to pitch this shit to y'all. Well, I'm it pitching it to you is. that he. I think he's the gatekeeper for this shit. I think that he can that, come that just sense. like no, just no different than if 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 uh, Obi Wan was in the world between worlds, then Qui Gon could probably manifest and come back as well, or Yoda, or anybody else. That's where I think. That could happen. I think he right. was specifically there because he was the he basically Anakin is 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 basically trying to show Ahsoka, hey, I was redeemed. You don't know this, but I was redeemed. I'm mm-hmm. you know I'm here yeah. to help you. Like I understand that I I'm I'm I am not your failure. Like you said, I'm not your failure, Obi Wan. I made my decision on my own. You yep. can let go of it, Obi Wan. Ahsoka, you can let go now. I am. I, yes. That's, yes. That's that, what you were that saying. That was the biggest point right there. You yeah. just. You can let it. go of it. I'm. I'm. I'm good. You, yeah. you can let go of it now. You know what I mean. So, so that thing so, that's, that's, that's what people don't realize is the world between worlds is real. It is very much a real place in the galaxy far, far away. Yeah. It's so not some in the, fake thing that it, it's there. It can be accessed if you have. If you need it, basically. So in the EU, whenever they're they're killed, right? Um, and they showed that in the in the movies and in Kenobi, where they like, hey, I got something to teach you, and they said mm-hmm. Qui Gon has learned how to do this, yep. and that was yep. to keep himself as a Force ghost mm-hmm. and all this stuff, which so they learned the- by the way from the dark side. So in, uh, in the Clone Wars, that's what it showed. Okay. Well, that's in the Clone Wars, that's what it showed. In the yeah. EU, they uh, the Jedi have been doing this for a long time, and and, and it's very prominent because that's how they uh, basically really get rid of Palpatine once and for for all in the EU is uh, the eons of Jedi ghosts drag his ghosts down his spiritual force self down into beyond the fames beyond the worlds but what i'm saying is is this is kind of like the world between worlds it's kind of where they hang out it's like the so if, um, yeah like so if they need it so if it needed if obi-wan needed to be there during this with ahsoka he probably could have been yeah 
Because, um, I mean, we know he is a Force ghost. He learned that from Qui-Gon. Correct. He learned it from Yoda. Correct. Actually, so, Qui-Gon learned it, taught it to Yoda, who taught it to Obi-Wan. So, let's just say, well, how did Anakin get to this, right? Well, let's just say Anakin was in Ahsoka's place, and Obi-Wan appeared to Anakin in the World Between Worlds and trained him. And then he much. was I able mean, to he... cross over to the other side and redeem himself. Well, we see him as a... We see him as at a force ghost the, at the end of Return yeah. of the Jedi. Yeah, he was. You yeah. know, he yeah, comes yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. But that's but that's, what I'm saying is it was Obi Wan. You know, yes. Taught like oh, after all the bullshit, Obi Wan still. You know, while he's dying there with you know, Luke is watching him die, it was Obi Wan that came in and said, "Hey, listen, shut the fuck up, dude. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, we got I'm gonna you. train you. I'm gonna train you right quick so you can be, you know, a force ghost. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you're gonna just that's it. There, there's no more nothing." You You're going to go yourself. away. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, it, you know, Obi-Wan always said, I loved you. You were my brother. So it, it would make sense. sense. Yeah. You were the best of us. So once I hate you. We have Ahsoka. She's learned her lesson. And now we, if you go back to Rebels, season four, yeah. at the end, when she shows up to actually get Sabine, she's in the, the white. She's the white. She's Ahsoka the White, and we finally get Ahsoka the White and where Ahsoka the White came from now. Which, to me, I mean, this is her third near-death experience that we know about, that we've seen. The third. <laughs> so it kind of yeah. makes sense that, hey, this is very much like, you know, Gandalf. Very Gandalfish. It was stolen. Filoni has said that he's a big fan of Tolkien. He so is. He it, is. It is. That's a redeeming trait for Felonius. He's got a lot of them, dude. You just gotta open your heart and let Feloni in. Okay, well, well, well Kate, <laughs> Kate, 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 the same way. You know, we, uh, we, we, listen, my, my covers, uh, Black Matt Kaylee, uh, Kelvin Kaylee's the Mac. same way. Listen. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's the same, <laughs> same fucking way. So, before we did No Gimmicks Every Day, we had like a 30 minute fucking debate argument about Anakin versus Luke Skywalker. Like mm-hmm. before we before we even started recording. They did. I heard about it. But but here's the thing. When it comes to Ahsoka the White, the the you know, yeah, three de- near death experiences, but the the one about the, this time around was the fact that Anakin came mm-hmm. yes. to show her show her the to show her the light and, and show her the way that she needs to go. That's the difference. That's why I think now she's she's at peace now. With whatever she because now she, she sees that he's now she sees he's okay, and she hated him. And I him. think that's always been her one downfall is that she blamed yeah. herself for that. Yeah. That and one I do believe thing. I, I do believe at the end of the day, real quick, when it comes down to when Anakin turns to the dark side, even if Ahsoka had been there, I don't think it, he would have been her. able to stop it. She would not. Yeah. She would not have been able to do. He nah. would have just. He would. He would because he was so hell bent on. The lies that Palpatine had told him to save mm-hmm. Padme, and there was just no turning back. It just wouldn't have happened. He would it would have just been done. But you know, it what's I mean, I don't want to say it's funny, but it, it it's funny that you say it that way because the only thing he ever wanted to do was save Padme and his fucking kids. Which, oh by the way, he never fucking got to see. Well, he got to see them later, but there was like a twenty year period there where he, he didn't even know where the hell his kids are or what the hell they were doing because they so were kidnapped. It's like this dude went out and fucking, you know, Anakin went out to get milk and fucking cigarettes one day and just never came home. Well, listen, listen, bro. What did, like, like I mean, look at that. I mean, the guy, you know, Anakin's a, a, a single father. He's struggling. 
and and uh, you know he's being real, being real rehabilitated. Has no idea where his kids are. He knows he doesn't. Have, he doesn't know. I mean, Palpatine said your your wife is dead. Okay, but you know, what he, about the kids? He only he only knew of a kid. He didn't know yes. kids. He knew of Correct. a kid. So where's my kid at? Oh, those bastard Jedi. You know, whatever Jedi is up, they've taken my child, and now I'm going to go through the whole universe and kill everybody to get my kid. He, he I, literally I, you, did. <laughs> you feel you, you feel bad for the guy the other day, but he, and, the, and the police should have been called. <laughs> well, when 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 Palpatine he got said out in three she's dead, when when he thought that he thought that he the died. baby died with her. Yeah. In the, also in the EU, uh, in the comic books, and some of the other stuff. Vader and Luke fought more than just that one time uh, on the uh, in Empire. They fought a few times, and Vader, you know, Vader was figuring shit out and going on before Empire. And the, those comics was was badass. That's where I got my love for why yeah, Vader was the. What? you just did to your phone, but when you came back, like when you blacked out your screen and then came back in, you came uh-huh. back in with a lot of static. Yeah, you got oh, the force it, deep in you. Yeah. Is it still static? Yeah. Just a bit. But, go, hey, say, guys, I got to I got to check out, though. Oh, no, you're good now, Gibbs. I got to check okay. out real quick, um, but hey, this has been good. I got to no, do it Frankie, we'll, we'll be back on Monday next week. Yeah. Uh, are you back in home next week gibbs or yeah i'll be back home next week okay so i'll try to we'll pop in again a earlier okay yeah right, frankie okay. before you run off one quick question yes sir luca anakin anakin all day man i figured that <laughs> ladies and gentlemen anakin, that anakin all day because it's the dark My side man. Brother, you know what i'm saying it's the dark side i got you, know? you. i got you <laughs> Frank, as always, man, you always got an open door here at USDN. We appreciate you coming through, stopping by. We wish you could hang out for probably about another 30 or 45 minutes. But I wish I could, but I got to go get calls, somebody, so. my man. Go save America. Yeah. All right. Appreciate that. Hey, thank you very much for having me on here. And uh, don't forget to listen to the No Gimmicks podcast, wherever you listen to wrestling podcasts. And I'm going to shoot some Star Wars shit in there now that this has been recorded. There we go. All right, appreciate gentlemen. Frankie. Enjoy, man. All right, brother. Yep. All right, peace. Later. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Frankie D. Love that guy. <laughs> love it. Dude, love he it, love he it. literally lets me come on no gimmicks and fucking just mark out. Like, I'm like, hey, I'm going to produce tonight's show if y'all are cool with that. They're like, you just want to meet Ahmed Johnson, don't you? Yeah. I just want to meet Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to meet Ahmed Johnson that way. And he was really cool. But I'm sure Frankie will tell me some of the other good stuff that he got off of that. But let, let's nice. press forward, man. Um, All right. So, as I had brought up, she undergoes the Ahsoka the White transformation. It's basically her allegiance to the light side. And it was reminiscent of the daughter, which I had just previously spoke about, about the father and Luke potentially being the father, which, in all intents and purposes, complete bullshit. Let's just... I love that episode of uh, the Clone Wars. Yeah, it was a really good episode. Yep. I enjoyed it, knowing that there's like these beings out there that are that represent the light and the dark, and 
there is a middle ground, the father there that because it's keeping them in line. It's keeping them in line because when you think about it at the end of the day, the daughter sacrificed herself for Ahsoka to live. So, but anyways, let's move on past that. We now have Ahsoka the White, which is what we've all been waiting for. Because now it explains why the fuck she showed up dressed like Gandalf at the end of Rebels. <laughs> you shall not pass! Oh, so they were on the bridge. He's got the big they were on the bridge, and Anakin was Balrog, and they fell through the, the cracks. So, we, in, right now, we we get... So, it was this was really cool. I kind of really liked this. Uh, Hu Yang's past with the Jedi Order. So, Hu Yang is 25,000 years old. Yes, he's oldest. And he was specifically built to help younglings build their lightsabers. Which, you know, also, again... Yes, he has been reprogrammed many a times, but he, his memory has never been erased. Right. No much, like R2, much like R2-D2, whose memory has never been erased. Yeah, that little bastard. <laughs> fucking homicidal maniac. Almost about as bad as fucking Chopper, man. Uh, I don't Chopper think his body... He was him. I mean, they did get some interaction in some of the later stuff, which is kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> but uh, So it's fitting for him to be looking after Jason... While Ahsoka and Hera plan their next actions. And I thought that was yeah. a really cool interaction between Jason and Hu Yang because <laughs> he is like literally laying it in on Hu Yang's like, hey, hey, you know, can uh, you show me how to build a lightsaber? Hey, can no. you show me this? Can you show me that? And the whole time Hu Yang is just like, no, 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I don't think your mother would like that. <laughs> that was that was pretty cool. It, I, didn't like also, that. I think that's some foreshadowing coming. You know, for possible later down the road. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. And like no I, doubt. like I said, I got a really, really good feeling that we could very well get a Kanan Jarrus appearance, whether it's a Force Ghost or maybe Jason. He knows he's aware of the world between worlds. Does he meet his father there in a like a dream or what have you? So, I mean, we have these endless possibilities to where there's that opportunity for both Freddie Prince Jr. and Kanan Jarrus to make an appearance within Ahsoka or any other future Star Wars thing that we may have going on. Well, right now, it, it would be interesting because for him to go to the world between worlds, he would have to know how to access it. And so he far, from what we've seen... And feel it. Uh, what he was doing is he was hearing and feeling the resonance of Anakin and Ahsoka fighting. He doesn't know where it was or any of that stuff, right? He can, he's got that force resonance that he's hearing that, which was a skill that Ahsoka used during the uh, Clone Wars series too. Um, and uh, somebody else used it too. Maybe Anakin. But what I was going to say Anakin, is... Because I think Anakin explained it to her in the, in, uh, the Clone Wars. Right? Yeah. So but I could be. What, what I'm getting at is every single time that we've seen someone go into the world between worlds, they were either fallen and accidentally went there or they were pulled there. I believe Anakin pulled 
Yes, I do. Uh, Ahsoka into the world between worlds. I think Ezra. Ghost Ezra. Ezra accidentally fell into the world between mm-hmm. worlds. So, in order for someone to, as a matter of fact, there's only one person that I know of that has actively went in the world between worlds, and it has been verified, and that was uh, Palpatine. Yes, he actually verified it, verified that himself in Rebels. When he made an mm-hmm. appearance inside of it, when he tried to come after Ezra to possibly replace Anakin. Yeah. Which, and also, in and of itself, like Palpatine, when you know you you're becoming something when Palpatine takes recognition <laughs> of you. And I goes, just oh, damn, there's my that, Darth Vader. I think that he's young and was impressionable, and he was just trying to bring him in. Yeah, but he fought it off. I mean, he 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 knew the right from wrong, even though he his mentor never finished his Jedi training. Kanan never finished. Mm-hmm. He was a youngling during Order 66, much like Reva. He was a youngling, and one of the ghosts, I forget who it was, I might have been Yoda, bestowed upon him the rank of Jedi Knight. He did in a uh, flash, not a flashback sequence, but it was in one of his, uh, once he became blind. Yeah, I believe in, and, in one and of said, the, you've, um, you've completed your trials, this and this. You are yeah. now a, a knight. Yes. It, it's, I remember that episode very vividly. Yes. Because it was one of those like, man, Yoda's force ghost is here. Something good's about to happen. Yeah. And, but so, again, we see Ahsoka also d- demonstrating the power of psychometry again, which... Of course, you know, one of the biggest users of that is Cal Kestis in the the video yep. game series. Um, we get another visit from Mon Mothra. Mon Mothma in here again, <laughs> being her normal. She's like, yeah, I, I'm, she's like, I can only give you so much, you know. She's like, if I give you too much line, then I give you enough line for me to also hang myself with, too. So she's, uh, she's ever so delicately tries to skate this line, whereas with Senator Organa, she's just like, hey, motherfuckers, once a rebel, always a rebel. You know what actually, I'm saying? Here, here's the thing. That goes back into some of the uh, the books for um, you know the Disney era of Star Wars, and it talks about the politics that they had to, um, to actually navigate. Mm-hmm. Um, between it and which one of them was the outing of Leia as Anakin, you know, Vader's daughter. Yes. Uh, which pretty much sunk her career as a uh, senator and a politician. And she was just like, you know, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> it is what I'll, it is. I'll still be rebel, Leia, you know, general I'm Leia. Fucking and, and go at on. the end of the fucking I'm still day. A fucking princess. Even though I'm not a Disney princess, I'm still a fucking princess. So I always think I think those references are kind of cool that, you know, like oh, yeah. here's here's you know Princess Leia, general, rebel, all around, badass. badass. So also here 
in Ahsoka Episode 5, we get a really cool Empire Strikes Back reference between a Lando and Luke conversation where they're talking about hope and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool. Um, oh, yeah. We get another mention from Jason when he says Ezra was taken far, far away. Again, a galaxy far, <laughs> far away. Yeah, I always think that's cool far, how they worked that in. I.e., in this instance, it's Peridia? Peridia? Peridia. Um, and by far, one of the coolest things we got from this episode, aside from this really fucking badass Ahsoka and Anakin duel slash flashback sequence slash redemptions slash forgiveness slash not just forgiven Anakin, but forgiven herself and forgiven herself. We get a motherfucking purgle eating a goddamn spaceship, man. Well, he he didn't eat it. He just well, he, he let was, it let it cradle in his mouth. It <laughs> you know it, it, it is, dude. To me, that was like one of the because it was reminiscent of Rebels. Yes, it it was reminiscent of Ezra first speaking to the Purgles. Purgles and yep. Hu Yang being Hu Yang is just like there's one. She's like got to be bigger. She's like, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, and then uh, Hera's he, like, this one's really fucking big coming up, and she's like, "That's the one right there. That's the one. That's the one. Get me close." She's, he's like, "How close?" She's like, "Close." Yeah. And then she, she like hits the button and the door opens. She, he's like, "Where are you going?" Hu Yang, Bi, and Hu Yang, man, I love it. It's like three PO. But... on the window. <laughs> it's like you might want to come inside. <laughs> Like he's literally like flying into the mouth of this fucking purgle, and she's just like casually strolling back inside, and like she oh, yeah. comes in and the door closes, and he's just like again, just like is, is this a good idea? She's like, slow it down, slow it down, just sit it down. <laughs> just, just is this a good idea? Well, who knows? Where's it going? Even go- Where's it going? Who knows? Who cares? We'll, just, we'll see when we get there. Yeah, and, dude, I love that. Like you, we went from four episodes of her being very serious and very cautious of her moves to being this carefree spirit that she was in the beginning of the Clone that Wars. she was in the beginning of the Clone Wars. It is. It's like back she, to being a now. Yes, yes, she can now be that mentor to Sabine. Possibly Ezra, depending on you know what we get back from Ezra. We don't know. We still haven't seen Ezra. We still haven't seen Thrawn. We haven't even seen fucking um, Balin and anybody in like an episode and a half, I guess. Yeah. So, well, and that whole episode. Here's the big thing. Uh, I've seen where a lot of guys were talking on the interwebs about how they hated this. Uh, they're glad that they got it, but Ahsoka wasn't Ahsoka, and Sabine wasn't Sabine. And you know, I told them, I said, they've gone through some shit. Oh yeah, as children, they've, I mean, they're literally suffering from PTSD in front of our fucking eyes. And they, they, they've gone through some shit that they aren't able to, you know, fully address. Ahsoka. Addressing that with Anakin has let her be her again. Yes. So I'm pretty sure we're going to see a more 
Ahsoka-ish type person. Which means when we see her battle again, she is going to be a fucking force. Oh, she's going to be a badass. She's going to be... I mean, uh, we've seen some of the... wicked. I'm talking about when she fought Maul. Maul Maul looked like a fucking rookie fighting her. Well, Maul was much diminished. Remember that. He was much diminished by the time he fought her. We take it back to when she fought Vader the first time in the uh, the temple. The Sith temple. She fucking stood her own against him. I don't think Vader was trying to kill her either, though. I don't think he was either, but I don't necessarily think she was trying to kill him as well. Uh, I think she was going pretty ham. Uh, here's the thing. Vader has... They, they've they consistently showed Vader to be, you know, one of the best, if not the best... Well, he's not the best, but one of the best fighters pound per pound out there. Period. Um... Ahsoka is Ahsoka's up there. She's in the conversation. She can sit at the table. Yes. You know what I'm saying? She can sit at the table. You know who is very underrated even after he went blind? Cannon Jones? Yeah. Uh, No. no. I'm not saying he's a top five guy, but when he went blind, he became a better duelist from what little bit we got to see him duel. Well, because he wasn't using his... He was relying on the Force. Yes. So here's the thing. What Kanan did, um, and people are going to hate me for saying this. Guess what? I don't care. Um, What Kanan was actually doing is he allowed the Force to use him and guide his movements. He was... Let's not get too deep into that because we're going to talk about the creature that helped him discover that and figure that out next week. Hold on. Not not just that, but when people, I'm I'm going to take it to a hated moment. When Ray picked up the lightsaber and started working and they were like, how the fuck is she who has never held a lightsaber before going toe to toe with someone who was basically born with a lightsaber in his hand? as Kylo Ren, and I've said this and people kind of discount it. She was open to the Force, and the Force was using her in a way that surpassed any skill that she had. Mm-hmm. Right? She had it, was, it was just Force intuition and the Force working through her. Mm-hmm. And I, right? I think that's what made her such a fast learner. And she never really did learn. She just she went with what the force. But that was guiding her was to do. What was going on with Kane and Jarus? When he lost his sight, he opened himself up to the force, and the force allowed him to flow in between those wheels and turns. Mm-hmm. You know, it guided him to make blocks and strikes where he was. It seemed like he surpassed his. His previous skill mark. Yeah, he did. Because he was, he was, he opened himself up to a force in a way in which he hadn't before. I'm actually excited for next week, though, to talk about him. Not Kanan, but the creature. I I know who you're talking about. I'm not even going to mention his name. I like him. I I, I thought he was, (laughs) he was one of those characters where he didn't make sense to me at first. 
and then as uh-huh. it progressed, I, I I finally seen what he was trying to do, and then I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, I I see you." He's the Tom Bombadil of uh, Star Wars. If yeah. you get that reference, I do. But let's yeah. let's hit this last point, and that's right. Carson Tiva, this motherfucker. <laughs> They're like, you're awfully a long way from home when he referenced the Delphi base because they're like, where are you yep. stationed at? He's like, oh, Delphi yep. base. They're like, the Delphi sir, base. you're a long way from home. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know that why that was, right? Because yeah. they originally told him, don't leave your station. Your <laughs> yeah. Because he's that literally was... stationed on a fucking smuggler's route. Yeah. That the Mando uses to fucking take his fucking um his hits through. He's uh here's the thing, Carson Tiva's gonna do what Carson Tiva does. Is it right? Is it wrong? Does it matter? It's what's right to him. Well, Carson Tiva is is seeing Carson Tiva is the cog that's going to hold everything and join everything together. I mean, he already is to some degree because he's that one beside Princess Leia that is kind of like that old piece bringing it into the new piece of the the new shows. He he's like yeah. that one that one piece that kind of unites everything. It's kind of like when John Wayne's grandson showed up last week. Uh, what's his name? Brendan. <laughs> Brendan, yeah. Brendan is literally, he played the Mandalorian 90% of the time. Yep. Unless he, you know, if the mask is on, it's Brendan Wayne, and, and it's uh, Pedro Pascal's voice. Right. So it's, to me, it's like... There's these certain characters that you need to tie stuff together. I don't want to say Carson Tiva is the easy button, but Carson Tiva is the easy button. Carson Tiva is the easy button. And he's one of the most likable characters to hit the easy button for. Oh, because yeah. he's a freaking he, he's an X-Wing pilot. This guy can be anywhere you need him to be, whether it oh, seems yeah. right or not. And knowing his past with the ghost with Hera, it, it makes sense that he's one of the guys that says, hey, if you're going to go do some shady shit, I'm going to go with you. Well, he's he's unique in that. Okay? Because you see also in this, he, he pushes back on Hera a lot, but he gives her deference because he respects Hera. But because he's seen the things that are going out there, from all his things in The Mandalorian, dealing with Din Djarin, um, and uh, the the Book of Boba Fett, and all this other stuff, seeing all of those things that are happening out there, when he was, uh, you know, beseeching the re- rebellion of the new Galactic uh, Republic, he was telling them, Hey, something is happening out here, uh-huh. and I need more resources, or we need to do this. And they're basically stonewalling him, saying, "Nope, you're good. 
Mm-hmm. Don't do this. And, and that's again, why he was making these underground deals with the Mando and others who like, yeah, I know you're kind of a bad guy, but we but can I need scratch help. each other's back. Yes, I need help doing this. So when Hera says, hey, there's some stuff that I need to go do, and it's important because, you know, it has to deal with saving the galaxy. Nobody else is listening. He's going, I know shit about that. I'm going to listen to help you out. Mm-hmm. You know, even though he lost, what, two, three X-Wings out there doing it. Yep. But and that's he's been a captain the... forever. He stelled. Yeah. He stelled a long time ago. Yeah, he's he's Maverick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's the Maverick to Star Wars, and I love it. I don't even care. It's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, that that's uh, – Carson Tiva is uh, – he's the glue that's holding this whole thing together. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how he's going to fit into the other shows that are coming out. And, he, um, he is one of those like every now and then a character or a human comes along that must be protected at all cost. We Carson must Tiva bubble. Is that guy. We must bubble route Carson Tiva, put him in a bubble and protect him at all cost. Oh, and yeah. I think he's a great dude. He's a great representative of uh, Asian culture, and. Um, God, man. Carson Tiva, if you ever get a chance to hear this, we fucking love you over here at USDN. We love you. And, dude, you're phenomenal. Keep doing what you're doing. I don't care if you ever show up in anything else ever again. To us in the Star Wars community, you're our guy. I said what You're here. You're here. I second that nomination. So before we get to our final thoughts... Enclosure here. What's your predictions for episode six, my man? So episode six. So um, I think I think they're actually going to take us away from Ahsoka and them traveling for just a minute, because I think it will see them, but they're not going to be the prime showcase. We're going to see what's going on on that ship when the island. Uh, the ISION. We're going to find out some stuff of what's going on with that. We're also going to see some of what's going on with Hera. Yep. And Carson Tiva. But I think at the end of that episode, they will arrive in the new galaxy. I, I'm, I'm going with what you're saying. I think we see the majority of this next episode with it being the ISION, Balin, Shin and Sabine, whether it's oh, I hope they throw her out of the airlock. Sabine, yes, I don't think we're gonna get that, but I, no, I gotta deal won't. with that. You're gonna see Balin Jedi mind tricking her, or basically continuing to to feed her emotions because she is in love with Ezra, whether she admits it or not. That's where we're at with that. So what I want to happen, what I want to hope, and I hope, I hope that Balin gets her to tell what exactly fucking happened between her and Ahsoka. Yes, and I know it has to do with Mandalore. Yes, we do know that, but we don't know exactly what it was. So maybe that's what we get. But then at the end of it, I do think we see. 
I think that honestly, I think the episode ends with the IS Scion finding Thrawn, at least the ship, whether or not Thrawn and Ezra are in vicinity of it, but I do right. think they're in the area. I think they're in the right atmosphere, so to speak. And um, I don't know how fast Purgles travel, but I imagine it's pretty fucking fast. Pretty fucking fast. I think they'll. I think they'll make up time. I, I do too. And and I quite quite possibly we see the Purgles coming in shortly after, and them just going, oh, it's just a bunch of fucking Purgles. Yeah, you know, until he opens his fucking mouth and out flies fucking Ahsoka in the in the fall from. <laughs> so we'll see. It's going to be interesting, man. I, I'm I'm personally like. I've been excited for the Ahsoka series since the beginning and since it was announced yeah. last year, I think. Yes. And every episode, it just builds and builds and builds. So I know by the time we get to episode eight, this is going to be like what we we come to expect from Filoni and Star Wars. Not Disney and Kathleen uh, Kennedy uh, and Kathleen. I don't even like to say her name, <laughs> but it's going to be something special. And when we come back together with the team here at USDM with EJ, Jen, and Tay Tay, and and you, maybe a couple others, stop through for our final countdown on October the 11th, and we're going to have a lot to talk about. And we're going to have to find a way to keep that show from going like three and a half, four hours. Look, don't so even I'm gonna, put a cap on that time. I know. I, I'm I know not going to like cap to the time. Because I'm going to tell you right now, that is going to Because we're be... literally going to cover start to finish. So I'm going to have to be picky and choosy on what it is I'm going to cover in that episode. And by God, I don't. I may just let it go, man. I may we'll just let it be a fucking freestyle ripping, man. But yeah, hey, here's yeah. our main points that we need to hit. We're going to go episode by episode by episode and just like we did on Secret Invasion and just let it fucking flow, man. And I you still think we, we, did a, we did a really good time on Secret Invasion. Y'all did. It was so. It was and I'm going to be honest with everybody right now. I have not posted the last two episodes of Ahsoka to Spotify and here's why I need I need the people who watch the show who interact with us every day on USDN to go to Spotify watch that first episode give it a rating hit that follow button yeah because honestly at the end of the day that's what's preventing me from uploading these other two episodes I'm leaving it for the Patreon members to come back and watch later okay and and so if I can get those follows over on Patreon or not Patreon but Spotify, oh, Spotify. and hit get people watching or not watching but listening to that episode because it's a fucking amazing episode. We cover episodes one and two of Ahsoka in it. Yeah, and just go watch or listen to that. If you're a Patreon member, go back and watch it. If you want to go and listen to it on Spotify, go listen to it on Spotify. Hit the follow button. Hop over to the Queens of Nerds, listen to their last episode, hit that follow button over there. Let us know that you're listening to what we're putting out there. 
because that means the world to us. We love the interaction with the fans on our normal episodes. Granted, we don't get a lot of them on a Monday night over here on Patreon, but it just it ended up being the night that was convenient for us to get together and do the show because everybody has a lot going on. Yes. But if we can go get those follows, get some lights on our product out there on Spotify, then I have no issues in circling back and uploading the, the next two episodes. The next two. Okay. And that's, I don't want to be that way and be that guy that says, Hey, I need, I need this, but be that guy. That's what we need. I, I, I got to at this point because I'm not just going to give it away for free when I got paying, you know, people coming on Patreon to watch this later when it's convenient yeah. for them. So I do ask if you go listen to that first episode on Spotify, hit that follow button, give us a review. And we are honestly, we're thankful and we're grateful for that stuff. It doesn't go yes. unnoticed and we fucking appreciate the hell out of it. We are currently working on getting prizes to give to people for interactions and trivia and that kind of stuff that we do on our episodes. So there is going to be a a sticker, probably a couple of different stickers. One's for the Queen of the Nerds, one for USDN, possibly individual stickers of our faces. I, I don't know. We're, we're working on all that stuff. And I, if right. you want one of our really cool fucking USDN shirts, you can head over to Teespring. The link is up on Facebook and check those out. And while you're there, pick up one for no gimmicks. Pick up one for the patio. Pick up one for real food. Uh, grab that Normalized Growth shirt, man. That's probably one of my favorite shirts out there right now. Normalized Growth is the That's, business. Dude, I, I love those guys over there. And by the way, they just hit their first time on the rankings in the charts. So nice. go give those dudes what? some love. They're doing some good what? shit over there. Yeah, man. Much respect. Much love. East Media over there is doing some fucking great shit. So, I mean, and then the Smoke Pit should be back maybe this Friday? Maybe. 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 It, I don't really know. Like Lizzo which, says, I, I, I wish I could. Damn time. I, I wouldn't know what Lizzo says. I don't listen to a whole lot of. Like, literally, so we had this conversation earlier. I don't listen to a lot of music no more. Right. I, I've been doing podcasting now for, shit, man, I guess almost a year at this point with the other podcast I was a part of to my now my own podcast. And honestly, I like to listen, to, like I listen, well, no, I do a lot of listening, obviously, but, and I also do a lot of backstage stuff for some of the other shows here at dfpn and i'm probably going to be doing a little bit more of the backstage stuff here at dfpn and i'm okay with that i'm that's cool i i I like to hear these guys and what they're doing and it gives me inspiration for what i want to do over here at usdn and like the guy i mentioned earlier like i really like his show a lot it's just i thought today's episode was like dude you're putting off the mark it's off the mark you know we're talking about a galaxy far, far away. And I, like I said, I, I got a lot of respect. And normally this guy has some really good theories. Just today's wasn't it. I feel Because, I mean, if we want to hear about child soldiers, we can go watch about... There's countries in Africa doing it right now. Yeah. There's countries in South America doing it right now. 
if you want to put focus on it, put it on the real the real one going on right now where p- countries are doing that and how wrong that is, not on something that's pretend in a galaxy far, far away. You know what I'm saying? That's all Sith stuff. Pay no attention to the Sith. But I got a lot of <laughs> love and respect for the guy because I really do like a lot of his theories. Oh, yeah. And... There's a few other podcasts out there that I listen to that are very similar to ours. And they give me a lot of inspiration for stuff that is coming to here, USDN, in the future. We're probably going to go away from the franchises. Okay. I'm going to, I will say that. We, we are probably, I don't know if we're going to finish the Alien Predator franchise before we move to our next thing, but I think we are going to do a, I switch it up and come back with something fresh and funky. Okay. I'm here for and it. And we're also approaching spooky season. Ooh, my favorite holiday of Dude, the year. This is USDN's Christmas, basically. So I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. Later this week, be on the lookout because we're getting a spooky theme. There we go. Okay. is going spooky because it's almost spooky season. And on top of that, we're giving you four shows in the month of October. We haven't started writing them yet. (laughs) I got a lot of work to do. And I'm also still doing Ahsoka. So I'm going to be a very busy man, but I do it for the love of it. And I love bringing stuff to everybody here at USDN. And we love you for it. And we all do. Me, Jen, Tay, EJ, this is our season. So we decided that you're getting four episodes for the month of October. And we're covering all things spooky. I don't know how we're going to present it yet. (laughs) But we still need to sit down and talk about it. But I do need to give those those, those guys, my team here at USDN, time to settle into their new crib coming to mtv near you there we go uh tay's dealing with some stuff right now i'm hoping she's healing and she's she's getting better um in the meantime you get me you get my man gibbs you get surprise visits from people like frankie d you never know who may stop through uh i do know future wise i got an interview lined up much later, once the website is up for Slimo trading, I'm going to have Slimo himself on. Maybe Spooky Pookie, if you know who she is. So I'm, I'm hoping I can up. get the whole the, that whole team from Slimo on okay. to sit down and talk to them about not just comic book in the comic book industry, but also the action figures because that's kind of where their their money is made is Star Wars action okay. figures because they are one of the nice. biggest Star Wars sellers on the Whatnot app. And I love those guys. I mean, that's where I get, that's where I got my Ahsoka from, <laughs> you know, my general yeah. Grievous, my Mando back here, which is going to be going up on my Star Wars shelf here. You're again. I do. I got, oh, I don't know if you've ever seen this one, but this one is really cool. Let me move some of my other figures. I'm still waiting on my um, my uh, Cad Bane, but 
so this one right here <laughs> is a okay. I believe it's a Japanese company. It's made in China, so I take that back. But it's really cool. That's like a hundred and twenty dollar figure that I won. There we go. And there's nothing wrong with free. Free is my favorite word. Free fitting. Hey, I love free. So, oh, I don't want to. Then my deluxe Luke and Grogu. But my favorite, beside my Ahsoka, my General Grievous. Nice. Because I'm a big General Grievous fan. And I'm a big Cad Bane fan, too. And I'm waiting on my Cad Bane. I don't, I don't know where the hell it is, but it'll get here eventually. But, so, I've said my piece on my closing thoughts here. Um, some upcoming shows, we have 25 next Monday. We have uh, 2 October, and then again, like I said, wrapping it all up on 11 October, but by 11 October, I think we've already done one Halloween episode by that time. Okay. Okay. I'll be here for it. I love Halloween. Halloween is my favorite holiday. And hopefully we're sitting down this weekend with me and my team, and we're talking about, you know, what it is we're going to do for y'all. I do want it to be something special, of course, because Halloween's, like I said, that's our favorite time of year. We get scary movies. We get uh, horror comics come out by the buttloads, and those are always fun. Um, Shout out to the OG horror comics, Eerie and Creepy. Yes, I love those. I I think I got a couple (laughs) somewhere around here. Those were... I, I'm gonna tell you one of my favorite ones was uh, the one with the, the 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 baby and his name was Solomon something. Yeah, and it was just a oh, it was just so creepy. I love those old school <laughs> tells from the crypt, man. Those were and even to this day, tells from the crypt still puts out a comic book, and it. it's one of my yes. favorite ones. I love them. I mean, but let's. Let's start. Let's close this out. We got to get ready for tomorrow's episode. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I know you're currently in Seattle. Yes, I'm like on a the villain. West Coast. And I think it's only like West fucking side. seven o'clock there or something. It is eight thirty-two. Just don't come back wearing UGG boots and drinking pumpkin pumpkin spice, man. I know um, how they roll up there in that that no state. On either one of those. Hey, it's fucking yeah. Seattle, man. It'll change a man. No, it will not. <laughs> no Ugg boots. That's all no we got space. here from USN. A big shout out to DFPN and all the love and support they give us on a weekend and week basis and yes. let us do this show. Shout out to my team at USDN. Jen and EJ settle into the new crib. Tay hopefully you go back and watch this later we hope you're healing nice and everything is getting good with you i miss all three of you and i can't wait till all of us can be back on the show together um ladies and gentlemen this show as always is usdn approved and we will see you on monday probably we're gonna aim for a 7 30 start time next week 
7 30 yeah. Eastern time. Yeah, we'll try 7 30 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see if that works out for us. In the meantime, enjoy, have fun, enjoy your week. That's out. <laughs>